Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about confidence and where it comes from, so let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. DS Ninja is in the house. Wait, where are you pointing at? The oh. music was still going. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. Oh, my mic just fell. Jeez, hold on. Let me get this back on. Ayla's not here and you just go to pot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm messing up. Hold on, let me turn my mic down really quick. He's falling apart. His wife's not here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> We're back on. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whoo. Yep. Just the dynamic duo again today. Yeah. So how was your week, D? <laughs> um, shit. I, I'm pulling the Ayla. I don't remember. <laughs> mm. It was good. I f- it was good. A lot of good things happened in the, um, in the, in the gym this week. Um, that's about it i mean you know des is doing well um everything is pretty much the same i guess Mm. that was your week it was it was it was mixed um two funerals uh they actually the funeral was on the same day Mm -hmm. um so one i went to the viewing on friday Mm -hmm. and the second one um you know tony fox was on yeah they were on the same day so I went to his viewing on Friday, and I went to the funeral for uh, Javita Campbell on Saturday, and I actually had to participate in the service. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some new stuff done, revelations for uh, my studies and mm-hmm. things like that, and so I'll be putting together some stuff. But um, other than that, it, it, it was it was good when when people say. God is blessing me. Um, I realize that. And you look like money today. Feel like money. Yeah, you look <laughs> really, really dapper today. <laughs> yeah, uh, the church had it after church. I had to make some errands, runs, do a couple of errands. That's how you run errands. You go get groceries and a suit. Well, I was coming from church. No, okay. <laughs> you made it sound like oh, I had to run errands, so I had to put on the suit. You know. <laughs> You got to look nice. Be nice. <laughs> wait, wait. Question. And that's actually is a perfect segue. When you dress like, when you feel good about how you dress, does that, does that affect your confidence? Is your confidence on 10 when you, when you feel clean and you feel dapper and you feel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Most, most times you do. It depends on what it is though. You know. How you feeling right now? Feel like money. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're talking about um, confidence and where it comes from. Mm-hmm. And so I know a lot. I I feel like this is an issue for people that are like at the high school age, middle school age, that age group maybe. Oh, no, that's not necessarily true. But that uh, people that lack confidence. Do you? I don't even know how to ask this question. I don't even know how to ask this question. Where does confidence come from? <laughs> like, like how, when, how do you get to the point where you like you don't feel confident in yourself or the things that you're doing? Does that make sense? Well, I mean, 
if you look at today, and this is a, a different era for me, and it's new, because when, when I came up, we didn't have the technology like they had today, or the technology that we had couldn't perform like they do today. Yeah. And so individuals are, are using technology. They, they can express themselves more. Before, it was printing press. Yeah. You know, uh, pictures, you send somebody a picture. Now you can do it over a wave, over, you know, Internet. You yeah. do it over Facebook, Instagram, or what have you. And people, that gives people confidence to say things yeah. and not be face-to-face. But the question really is, is why would a person not have confidence? Mm-hmm. Um, because I grew up, I, I was, a, I had low con- confidence. I didn't have a lot of confidence in, in myself. And why do you think that is? Like how? Like, cause I'm even trying to reflect, and that's why I had a hard time as, asking a question. Cause I'm trying to think back on myself too. Mm-hmm. Like, I really had no reason to have a lack of confidence. But why do people feel that way? Like, why is that a thing? Like, why was that a thing for you? Well, I I come from a a divorce home. Mm-hmm. My my mother and father divorced, and I didn't have my dad with me all all the time to converse with him. The when things were bothering me, ask him questions. And, you know, for examples like that. Um, so that was one one reason. And so when things were bothering me, I wasn't sure or anything. I didn't have that mail mm-hmm. in my house to go to. Mm-hmm. And and the things that I got, I got from the street or from school or things I've seen or what's on television. And it wasn't always good. Yeah. As far as building me up and, and let me know that I can do certain things. Um that was one one reason that I, I didn't have a lot lack of that that I had a lack of confidence, and you know, and and guys, and speaking from a male perspective, um, going to my mother, my mother could not, no matter how hard she tried, she could not be that male for me, yeah. that role model, the yeah. father. She cannot, the woman cannot do that, yeah. and it needed that. And if you look back in in the Old Testament. Really, Abraham, it talks about that, and I think it talks about it in Ephesians too, that the male raised the child, instructs the child in the way they should go. Um, and so I did not have that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I remember uh, Ken Ferguson, Grandmaster Ken Ferguson, my karate instructor, um, he was the first person that told me that I could be good at something? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I went up there, <clears throat> he jacked me up, you know, in the class. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from the outside in the school. But he came in and he pointed, he said, you will be good if you practice. Yeah. So that male affirmation, you know, is so important. So when I think about, because I think we, you guys were like that for me. But when I think about, I think my lack of confidence growing up was because I don't think I looked, I didn't look like everybody else. Like, I felt like I had a harder path physically than everyone else because I was always on the smaller side. I was, you know, weaker than a lot of other people. So I don't know if that led to me having a lack of confidence, especially in sports. It's just the fact that, you know, I'm the smallest guy out there. And even that you got, even though that you guys said that, you know, I can do this, I can do that, is the people that I guess really mattered, not that y'all don't matter. Thank you. <laughs> But the people, it's just, 
put a pinhole in my confidence. Yeah. <laughs> the people that were in charge of me getting playing time mm-hmm. or me, you know, doing these different things, like uh, being able to go up in front of the class, like the people who had control over that, those were the ones that were like, I couldn't do it. So I think that's where my lack of confidence comes. So, but um, I guess the question is, is with people like that who, who feel like they may have a good support system or they feel like the, the world is against them though, how how do they get their confidence um, in general? So, yeah. Well, think back. Because <clears throat> a lot of times I was doing things you didn't realize I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, always, I never had a problem with some man <clears throat> instructing you or teaching you mm-hmm. outside of me mm-hmm. that I knew that if they were sound. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why um, Coach Chip, yeah, Coach Jenkins. Yeah, Coach Fox. Mm-hmm. You know those guys uh, encourage you, Steve Alexander. Yeah, you know <clears throat> individuals like that. The guys from the church, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Thompson, Wayman Crump. You know Maurice Evans. Yeah. You know, all those things. I used to take you to, even though you wasn't an adult, you wasn't even a teen. I took you to our men's breakfast in in men's Bible study. Yeah, and because. I did. I want you to be comfortable around them in case something happens to me. Yeah, you feel comfortable going to them. Yeah, see, that's the support system that you need. Um, and those guys always instilled in you mm-hmm. that you can do it, even though you were small. Yeah, you know, so you had something to fall back on. Yeah, I didn't, mm-hmm. but I knew I wanted to break that <clears throat> cycle, not yeah. pass that on to you from what I felt mm-hmm. and the things that I did not have. And that is vital for men. That's why I'm doing a program for men, mm-hmm. you know, in, in relationships. Because we lack that. We think we have to be hard. We think we have to be macho. We think we have to be the smartest person in the room. Right. And we don't. Mm-hmm. And so when a when an individual thinks they're, they're not the smartest person in the room with so many other people smarter than them, when you don't know what to do, <clears> you, you do, do nothing. nothing. Yeah, I think as a whole, I think that's how I kind of came out of my shell. One, because I did have enough people. And I've talked about it when we was on stage. I did have enough people that was telling me that I could do it, that eventually it became, like, believable. Mm -hmm. All these people saying I could do it. And I did have a a good foundation of people or a good basis of people that was telling me I can do stuff. But once I figured out kind of my role and what God wanted me to do in his life, all that just, like, was like nitro. Like throwing gasoline on a fire, mm-hmm. you know. I had a little spark, but um, once I understood what you know God wanted has for me to do in His life, mm-hmm. all those people, I was like, "Oh, you can do this." Oh, D, we're proud of you. Oh, we see you doing this and that, or oh, I see you growing this and you're doing this here and there. It just was gas on a fire, and it kind of propelled me. So starting in twenty. 2022, so this year, I was like, I can't let nobody or nothing get in the way of the things that God wants me to do. So, mm-hmm. like, and some people just won't understand that. You know, like, I I have to, I feel like I do have to do certain things um, because I feel like I'm being obedient and it's disobedient not to do it. And uh, I don't know if this is going off topic, but it's also like, um, I my friend Raphael said something I thought was pretty interesting. It has nothing to do in this particular case. It has nothing to do with the Bible, but in understanding God's love and, and God. But I thought it was very relatable. We we're talking about stocks, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, he always gets stock information before I even find it. 
before like all the experts come up on podcasts or mm -hmm. on the news talking about this company's doing this he always has the information before that and i asked him i was like yo how do you find this information before anybody else like how are you doing this and he said that he just changed his way of thinking and he said he starts paying attention to the things around him a little bit more so he said that i was like okay i was like what do you mean so he said that, like when he goes to the store and he has a hard time finding stuff in the store and mm -hmm. he's looking around and his shelf seemed a little bit that seemed to be empty. Oh, it might be an inflation problem. You know, so he goes back and looks and looks it up mm -hmm. and sees you see if there's something wrong with the supply chain or you see guys gas prices go up. Like even if it goes up a couple of cents. Oh, why is it going up and looking back and find out? And so that's how I'm thinking of like 2022 is that I'm changing my way of thinking if looking at the things around me, looking at. Like, I may have an idea, but is God showing me that, showing me these signs that, okay, I should move or not move? Mm -hmm. And going back and looking it up. And by thinking like that has also helped my confidence of, as far as, like, doing things um, with God in mind and with faith. You know, so uh, have an idea for the gym. Have an idea for no negations. Let me look around and see what God is doing or how God is moving in my life right now to show that this is the possibility or this is actually the path. And then if I see something, I get confirmation. I, you know, I go back and look it up and then I move. And so that's my whole thought process for 2022. But I do believe all that came about from having that foundation of the people that was there growing up. But what about, so for you though, with people who don't have that same uh, benefit that I have, the confidence, when did that really kick in for you? I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that's in everything. <clears throat> I didn't think I was smart enough in school. Um, but there's there were teachers that what they did, they showed me little success. See, everybody wants to hit the home run. Right. Sometimes you just got to get a bunt or a base hit, just get on base. Yeah. And so the little successes, and that's what I did with you a lot, the little success. That's what I did with Devin a lot, having little success. Because uh, I remember when we were at Chanel, and they had dead. Oh, it was tragic. Him running eight hundred and stuff. He's not eight hundred meter. Runner. I just remember his little peanut head oh, bobbing and going around the track. Yeah, it was tragic. <laughs> and and what I did with that team, I created small successes. Mm -hmm. We have to do that, whether in the home, whether in your neighborhood, whether in the community, whether as a culture, create small success. See, some people complain, but yeah. they don't want a result. They don't want a solution. They yeah. want to. They want. The advantage. They want the complaint. They want it right now. Like, I need yeah. this right here, right now. Yeah, yeah. sometimes they're not, they're not willing to do what it takes to get the answer or the solution yeah. or the result. Yeah. Sometimes you got to give up something. Yeah. In order for me to become a world-class athlete, mm -hmm. I had to give up some stuff, and I had to give up some people. Yeah. And see, not everybody's going to be in your corner. Right. And here's one, one philosophy that I adopted that helped me to come out of that. When a person show you who they are, Mm -hmm. believe them. <laughs> That's a bar. <laughs> they're not Seriously. lying. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if they're lying to you, yeah. if they're corrupt, and if they're uh, conniving, yeah. you know, it, if they, they gossiping behind you, believe them. Believe them. They, they showed you who they are. They're not lying to you. They ain't lying. That's the truth. Sometimes <laughs> we say, even in relationships, we say, oh, well, I can help them. I can minister to that. No, you're like, not. We get a big... That's who they are. <laughs> and so what I do is become a better me yeah. to be an example that they can do it too. Mm -hmm. I hear people all the time right now, and it gets under my skin, 
telling us as a people, as a community, in our culture, what we can't do because they won't allow us. Yeah. I said, look at D. Y'all knew D from an infant. Look at me. I'm saying right here. <laughs> <laughs> from an infant. They knew you didn't come from a background of money. You didn't. You weren't coming from a rich background. Mm-hmm. Majority of people in my family wasn't in church, wasn't in the word, mm-hmm. don't have money. But they saw you grow up, go to uh, middle school, high school, college, and see the success you had in athletics. Now in business, you walked away from a job about a year ago and replaced your income in a short period of time. Well. (laughs) And, 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 And to surpass that, and you training general populations and performance athletes, and you have people achieving, getting scholarships. Yes, sir. So what's the excuse? What excuse can they tell you that we can't do something? Nothing. That we're oppressed? (laughs) Nothing. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And just, they know you. So when they say say that stuff, I'm not buying in it. Mm -hmm. I'm not buying into it because of you, the success you're having. It's actually funny, even with like, it comes to reading the Bible and, and understanding God's word. The amount of excuses that we put into that, too, as far as like even like studying. And I know I, and I, I think it was last episode, maybe two episodes ago. I was talking about, you know, it was like maybe four weeks that I stopped reading, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to read this morning because I got to do this and that. I got to you know I'm busy or oh, I want to get extra sleep. But at the same time, I can tell you all the shows that I've watched in the last four weeks, I can tell you. All the games that I played on my phone in the last mm-hmm. four weeks. I didn't play Xbox much. But I can tell you all these little extra things that don't benefit or that don't bring me necessarily closer to God or don't bring bring me closer to gr- expanding my family or doing the things that um, I really want to do in life. I can tell you all those things. But the stuff that's really, really important, I can also tell you that I didn't do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest issue is before we say we don't have time, see what we're investing our time actually into. And that's why in 2022, I said, <coughs> said to myself that I'm not going to let anything get in the way of like the progression of what I feel like God is showing me. So just like how Raf said, um, you know, look at the signs around you. That's what I do now. That's what I'm doing. It's like, okay, I have these ideas. I have these things I want to do. Let me see these signs around that God is proving that this could be done. And then let me take that confirmation and check it, check on it. So I really feel like that's me working on my working through the Holy Spirit and then going by God's word to make sure that I'm not <laughs> uh, I'm not uh, focusing on the wrong spirit. Mm-hmm. And so um, I do believe that in a in a society that we do make the excuses of in the lack of. Uh, yeah, we make the excuses um, that we make and we're putting our time in the wrong things versus putting them into, you know, like. God. The thing that benefits yeah. the kingdom. And, and it's funny because, you know, in a men's Bible study, we, we discussed that a lot. And uh, we had a, a, a elders meeting. We talked about certain situations. And Pastor Maiden preached a great message today. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's talking about looking at both sides, getting all the information. Yeah. Well, sometimes people will tell us stuff and we only listen to that. And that's all we have mm-hmm. without looking at another perspective, another angle, mm-hmm. uh, or the other side. We just take that for granted, and we're not willing to do the research, yeah. whether it's laziness or what. Um, when you talk about Raf talking about the stocks and stuff, that wasn't my world. Yeah. And, I, and we talked about this story years ago when I had, when talking to a professor uh, at 
at a college and we were talking about stocks in, in um, AIG <clears throat> and said the government won't let them go down. And that stock was less than a, a Happy Meal at that time. Mm-hmm. And I was telling some people about it. Wayman Crump always apologized to me for the, today. He apologized because he was into that. And I talked to him. He said, ah, I might go down the rabbit hole and stuff. <laughs> and so I stopped watching it. Way to throw him out there. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> we Mr. talk about it all Mr. the time. Mr. Crump, if you listen <clears throat> to this, I apologize on behalf of my father. <laughs> no, but that was a blessing in yeah. disguise. You know, all things works together for the good. Yeah. That worked together for the good because had I invested what I wanted to invest at that time, when I looked at it months later, that's Scott, that's not you would have paid for my college. I would have made 126 grand. Dang, Mr. Crump. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what it I was relying on me, what I know. Yeah. Didn't have confidence enough. I could have there's books, there's stuff. I could have researched it more. Yeah. But that taught me that. And so that's the things I passed on to you yep. and, to, and, and to the household and the family. And that's the type of stuff we have to do. We can't just rely on just one source. Yeah. And so in understanding that, I'm into the stocks now more. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm a little bit more versed in it. That's why when this coronavirus hit. You were straight. <clears throat> what happened was I said, wait a minute. You got these pharmaceutical companies out here trying to develop a vaccine. Yeah. What pharmaceutical companies are doing it? Yeah. And so I looked at Pfizer. I looked at Moderna and I bought Moderna. Mm-hmm. And there was another stock that I bought nine dollars a share. Mm-hmm. That thing went up to sixty three dollars a share and I sold it. Yeah. Then it went up to two hundred some dollars a share after I sold it. I was like, dang. <laughs> but I'm not trying to eat the whole elephant. The thing is to make a profit, mm-hmm. make enough profit. So to reinvest. That's the type of stuff I learned by being around Mr. Crump, yeah. being around Jeff Thompson. Yeah. We talk about that stuff. And it's and it's crazy because, you know. And and I get the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> the Wall Street Journal has a slew of information out there. There's no excuse for somebody in this day and time yeah. not to get the information because the technology and Internet. Yeah. It's crazy because just how you talked about creating a group that can, you know, kind of motivate you to do it. Mm-hmm. That same group can also motivate you not to do the things you're supposed to. Yep. I was talking to a kid at the gym and he called me and <laughs> I'm putting him out there. <laughs> but um, he called me. He's like, I just don't have the motivation or the confidence to do the sport right now. And I was like, oh, that's that's easy. I know you don't. And I know why. I was like, everybody you hang around is not serious about what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in a sport where literally – a tenth of a second could determine whether you're first place or tenth place. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you have to get around people who are trying to do the same things you're trying to do. Like yep. the people that don't want to go to practice or the people who it's like, oh, man, well, I ain't got to eat this. I, I'm not going to try to, you know, all those like people like that. You have to you have to you can still be friends with them, but you have to find yourself a group where they are, they have that type of mentality where they're working towards it. So I feel like that's common for people when you're studying the bible when you're doing things in your career and relationships people that you're trying to think people that are doing the things that you're trying to do you gotta Mm -hmm. you gotta get around like-minded people think about it gino mccully kevin hurd melvin brown keith collins and and myself that's the guys that i train with Mm -hmm. in the martial arts we used to have class and after class was over it was us Mm -hmm that continued to 
to practice and study. Yeah. And we got better. We ranked top in the nation. We world-class athletes. And all of us were inducted into the Hall of Fame together. Why? Because just what you said, like-minded people. It also works with people that, that uh, what I call happiness vampires. They suck the happiness out of you. <laughs> and, and, and they say, oh, I don't feel like doing this, and I'm not doing that. And you was like, yeah, man, you're right. And see, if any one of us say, you know, we're not at practice, they call you up. Hey, where you at? Mm-hmm. Say, man, we up, man, you got to come. Oh, all right, I'll be up there. Yeah. You need people like that. Remember when I went back to school, college? Yep. I did not want to do that, but I remember promising your grandmother. I said, I, I'm going to get my degree. I told her that. Mm-hmm. And even after she was gone, I did that. I got in that class D, and I said, what the heck am I doing in here? Mm-hmm. I was about the oldest one in there, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah. Oh. And I would just say, one class at a time. Yeah. One class at a time. First class, I got an A. I said, okay, one class at a time. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting an A in every single class. Because you're a nerd. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> but I wasn't like that. Yeah. In high school, I didn't have the confidence. I was a C average student. Mm-hmm. Why? Because my mindset was average. Yeah. And so understand my biblical ma- maturity and being around people who I felt was more biblically mature than me. Yeah. And and I I watched successful people. Yeah. More so than unsuccessful people. Yeah. I watched what successful people did, the habits, the things that they did and what they did not do things that they sacrifice. And I just took a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. See, when you go to a, a buffet, yeah. call them buffet now, back in my day, smorgasbord. But <laughs> What? <laughs> we, no, I'm not even going to make a joke. We, yeah. Let's go ahead. <laughs> a buffet. You don't get everything. You take what you like. I get everything sometimes. And then sometimes you try some <laughs> things you haven't tried before yeah. on a buffet. That's what it should be like. Mm-hmm. And that's what it did with you. The things that you weren't able to do, I broke them down. I remember you were a junior in college. You called me, Dad. I was like, what? I just figured out what you were doing. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You were training me. Because mm-hmm. you was little. I said, D, I bet you can't touch, touch the ceiling. Yeah, I yeah, can. can. No, you can't. You're too, too little. You jump up and you touch it with two hands. And I said, I bet you can't do it off of one knee. Yes, I can. Well, you, that's you why. It? Well, that's why I am the way I am now. <laughs> I can't. I, I, I accept every challenge because of you. Yeah. And then I said, I bet you can't do it ten times. <laughs> and then you, you do it ten times. See, I bet you can't do it off your other leg <laughs> like that. And then I remember when I first took you up to um, uh, speed and strength. Speed strength, and they did your vertical. Yeah. <clears throat> Little as you was, you went out the boom. 27 inch vertical and you don't know this but he called me to the side he said let me tell you something high school there's some high school students don't have a 20 inch vertical yeah i was in the fifth grade you know <laughs> I was, I was in fifth grade yeah, 20 27 inch vertical why because i had you training without you knowing yeah and that built your confidence i tell people about that in the gym because i see a lot of guys coming in and they're smaller and they think they're small but they don't understand small because i was smaller than them yeah and then, so when I tell people that I was, you know, five foot, but I can go up and touch a rim 
when I was a freshman in high school, five foot uh, mm -hmm. under a hundred pounds. They think it's unbelievable, but it was just the work that it we, that it put in. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know I was putting in work, but it was the work that I was putting in, mm -hmm. and that and I use that as a as a uh, as a way to like I guess motivate them to be like. And I think as far as confidence goes, once someone sees that it can be done, it makes it a little bit easier to kind of grasp it. Like okay, I can do this. So I do this and this that and the third. Because four eleven, jumping up, grabbing a touching. <coughs> a, I wasn't grabbing, but mm -hmm. touching a rim and. Like that's not too many people can do that. Mm -hmm. So the people that are like five two, five three, and they say, "Okay, I'm small." There's no excuse for you because I know that it can be done. And mm -hmm. so I guess it kind of motivates them to like do that. So that's actually kind of crazy. See, uh, Doc, you know, uh, Doctor Francis Curry had a lot in helping me, business wise, and and being around business people and millionaires and uh, uh, people of that caliber. Um, because I watched him how he do, and I'm like, when you ask me, you say, how do you just go up and talk to people, you know, yeah. and start a conversation? I watched Doc, what he did, and 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 learn, ask a lot of questions, and and talk to a bunch of millionaires. They talk different, yeah. And and we're in a mindset now that there's a, a actual dislike for millionaires. Is it oh those old rich people? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with rich people. They did certain things to get that way. So if you want to catch a cold, what do you do? Go around sick people. Get around people with a cold. Yeah. If you want to, you want to have better finances, get out of debt, create more income, mm -hmm. get around people that's done it. Mm -hmm. And then small things, that's how you build the confidence. So this is my takeaway for today, um, especially when it comes to people who are like, I don't know as far as like their faith. Or I don't know where to start, or I don't know if I can do it, or I don't know if God trusts me. You have to get around people who are active and studying and active and mm -hmm. and trying to get closer to God. Because as you grow, as they grow, you're gonna grow too, because you're gonna get information from you know. And so that's my main takeaway today is for the people that are lacking confidence with more so just faith, and um, yeah, get around people who are your who you are striving to be like or. Get around people that are getting down deep into like, trying to be closer to God. Mm -hmm. and, and with that, whatever you're doing, um, whether it's socially, whether it's economically, whether it's uh, biblically, um, just do baby stuff. Do little little things to achieve. And, and I didn't grow up studying the Bible, understanding the Bible. Um but I got around people and I started asking questions. And a lot of times we won't ask questions. Mm -hmm. And so when we do that, um, you'll get the answer you need. God put people in your life for a reason. They sure do. I wonder why God put me in your life. <laughs> I bring the humor to your life. You bring my gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> I take that. I can take that. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. From this episode, we pray that you learn something new and gain a new perspective that blessed you. Visit us at www.nonegations.com. There you can submit your questions or comments about the episode. Also, you can visit our site to submit your email and have our podcast show notes emailed to you automatically. The show notes are ideal for personal Bible studies, group Bible studies, or quick reflections to find some a specific subject uh, mentioned in the show. While you're there, you can order our new No Negations apparel, our Seek God First t-shirts and hats are ideal reminder during those challenging times to seek God first. Order them for yourself or a friend. And if you're in the Canton, Ohio area, you can find our apparel in Blended, located in Belleville Village Mall, right next to 
right next to the Macy's. And please, please bless this ministry with a like, comment, share, and a five-star review. And until next time. Oh, until next time. Deuces. <laughs>